NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move made around the league. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to another edition of Locked On Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. Patricia Trainer here with you, and it is Friday, May 14th, the first day of the New York Giants rookie minicamp. And today's show, we're going to get you uh, a preview of that rookie minicamp. Now, um, I'm going to explain the format from what the uh, Giants have relayed to the media, it's not going to be a traditional rookie minicamp in that it's not going to have um, basically a full roster, usually about 50 players or so, which includes um, the, the draft picks, the undrafted free agents, some select veterans who are on the practice squad or who are, you know, were, were eligible because of injury status. But um, so they're not going to have a, a full camp per se, but what the plan is for the Giants is they're going to have roughly 22 players participate, and my understanding is all the draft picks will be there, um, the undrafted free agents will be there, and uh, so that's about, what, nine players, and then there's going to be some practice squad players from last year and a few other veterans, but... Um, the format of the rookie mini camp is not going to be your traditional um, camp, which basically, for those who have never been to a, to a Giants training camp practice, what they usually do is they have warm ups, um, then they do like uh, individual drills, and then they do um, unit position stuff, you know, like some seven on seven, nine on seven, and then some team stuff like 11 on 11. They're not going to be able to do that with this particular camp again because they don't have the numbers to do so so what the giants have said they're going to do is they're going to basically have the equivalent of a coaching clinic so the coaching staff is going to spend time with the individual players um, it's going to be broken down per unit and they're basically going to coach them on the fundamentals and i'll talk about that a little bit more in just a bit but um, the practices just so everybody knows the practices are going to be about an hour so by the time they go through their warm-ups and, and the individuals, practice will pretty much be over. So from a football perspective, not a whole lot to see, but there are some things that we can certainly talk about and we can certainly, you know, look at if we're previewing the camp. But first, let me talk about the the idea of the coaches and, and the format and what they can get out of this. Joe Judge is very, very... Um, Pro fundamentals. He's constantly preaching about the fundamentals of the game, preaching how players need to really work on the fundamentals and, and whatnot. And although this mini camp isn't going to necessarily be an opportunity for them to teach 
certain aspects of the playbook in the classroom and then have them go out and see who retains it. What this camp will do is it will allow for the players to work on their fundamentals. So um, it's interesting because the Giants just opened up a roster spot. They waived um, a defensive end, um, Reland Speaks, and they now have one open roster spot for uh, for somebody maybe from the tryout group to, you know, impress and, and be signed to the roster. Now, teams are only allowed five tryout players. So uh, the only one that I know of is uh, Kelvin Benjamin, the wide receiver that Dave Gettleman drafted, I think, in the first round back in 2014. So he's going to be in the camp. I don't know who the others are. Um, when I find out, obviously, I'll write the article out on Giants Country. But um, so this camp... Uh, two practices. There's going to be two practices, one on Friday, one on Saturday. They're going to be in the afternoon. They're going to run roughly an hour, and they're going to be devoted really to coaching the technique and, and the fundamentals that Joe Judge puts such a heavy emphasis on. So that's going to be the extent of the mini camp. That said, there are a few things we can maybe look at, uh, depending on the vantage point that the media gets. Um, the media is going to be admitted to the mini camps, but what happens uh, with the mini camps is that the media often is um, kept to one specific area. In this case, it'll probably be the patio, and unless the team is really practicing up close on the on the near fields, it's kind of hard to see what goes on on the back fields. You know, unless you have a good pair of binoculars. So, uh, and even then you can't see everything that's going on. So I don't know how much we'll be able to see. But in the next segment, I'm going to tell you about some of the things that interest me as far as um, what I'd be looking for in this mini camp. So let's take a quick break. When we come back, I'll get into that. And um, we'll talk more giant mini camp right after this. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action, regardless of the sport or the major event. Bet online also covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, offering real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you enter the promo code locked on. Bet online, your sports book experts. Hey, Giant fans, this is Patricia Trena, host of the Locked On Giants podcast. If you're looking for a way to keep Giants football in the forefront during this offseason, pick up a copy of my new book, The Big 50 New York Giants The Men and Moments That Made the New York Giants. This 350 plus page book takes a deep dive into the rich history of the Giants franchise, covering every era with stories, photos, and more that take you behind the headlines. The Big 50 New York Giants is available on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, TriumphBooks.com, and wherever books are sold. Pick up your copy today, and thank you to everyone for your support. Welcome back, Giant fans, to Locked on Giants. Patricia Trainer here with you, and we are uh, previewing the Giants rookie minicamp. It begins today. The first practice will be this afternoon. It's actually going to be kind of a long afternoon. Um, the, 
the schedulers will have practice around uh, the middle part of the afternoon. Head coach Joe Judge will be available then around 4 o'clock. So uh, if you want to uh, tune in for tweets and whatnot, head coach Joe Judge will be available around 4-ish. Um, and then players are going to be available um, at 5 o'clock, I believe. Let me just double check that. Actually, yeah, put Joe Judge around 4 o'clock and players around five. So if you're looking for, you know, stuff to come out on the mini cam, um, you might want to tune in around then for, uh, for your tweets. Okay. So what am I looking at as far as the mini cam? All right. So the first thing, obviously for me at any rate is I want to see how Kadarius Tony's route running is. Now, I'm sure there'll probably be like one-on-ones, you know, you'll probably see receivers versus defensive backs, I would think would be one of the drills we'll see. And Kadarius Tony, the Giants' first round draft pick, his route running is, you know, if you look at the scouting reports, that's something that's just not quite polished yet. Now, to be fair to Kadarius Tony, he's only been playing receiver for about three and a half years. So he's still kind of new to the position. He's still trying to get the, the finer points of route running down to his science. Um, I'm not worried about that aspect of his game because Ty Tolbert, the Giants receivers coach, is a really good coach and he'll help uh, Kadarius Tony with fixing any of the routes that he tends to run, uh, round off, which you don't want to see receivers doing because now they're putting in extra steps that don't need to be there. Um, they'll also maybe get him working on any kind of routes that he didn't run a lot of when he was in college down in Florida. So, um, you know, I, I'm not worried again. I, I think by the time the season starts, Kadarius Tony's going to be light years ahead of where he's probably going to be now as he starts his NFL career. But that's certainly something you want to keep an eye on is how he's running his routes. Is he, you know, rounding off uh, routes? Is he, you know, not showing a feel for certain routes? So these are some of the things um, from Kadarius Tony that I would say to, to keep an eye on. Um, depending on, you know, of course, if there's the one-on-ones, which I think there should be, but we'll see if they do have the one-on-ones. But anyway, um, the next thing I have on my list to see is edge rusher Aziz Ojulari's burst and explosiveness. Now, we all know that before the draft, Ojulari, there was a report about his knee being a concern. Now, to give you a little bit of background on that, if you missed that story, Ojulari tore, I believe it's ACL, um, in high school. So um, he had surgery. He came back. As far as we all know, the knee wasn't a problem in college. He had a productive college career. But yet, when he was you know, supposedly checked at the, at the medical part of the modified combine that they had recently there was concern raised about his knee personally i think it was just some teams maybe trying to get ojulari stock to drop so that maybe he would be there for them you know when when they went on the clock and i don't know what teams you know were expressing the concern but that was kind of the story there anyway Ojulari received a clean bill of health from orthopedic surgeon, Dr. James Andrews, who's a very noted uh, orthopedics guy. Um, and the Giants obviously, you know, 
they got hold of the medicals and they were satisfied that the knee was not a problem. And even Ojulari, after he was drafted, said that he was as good as new. So I don't think that's going to be an issue. I'm not worried about him going out there and being limited in any way, shape, or form. That said, what I would like to see, at least, you know, having a front row seat and in person is how um, how his burst and his explosiveness is, you know, in person. So, you know, how quick is he getting off the ball, you know, getting off the snap and getting into the backfield? And again, we probably will see some one-on-ones, I would think. I, I would be very surprised if there aren't one-on-one drills, offense versus defense. I'm not expecting a lot of 11-on-11s, you know, unfortunately, but um, certainly the one-on-ones will be able to tell us a lot about certain aspects. And Ojulari is is a player who, um, according to the scouting reports and, and what we have done so far over at Giants Country, um, have seen on film is he's got that burst in explosiveness. And um, it, it's going to help him in getting past offensive linemen and getting into the backfield and being disruptive. And he showed it in college, but obviously in the NFL, you're talking a whole different breed. You're talking a faster game, a bigger game, a stronger game than than you do in college. And I just want to see how quickly Ojulari can, you know, get off the ball, get off the snap and and get after his guy. And um, I have a feeling he's going to do really well on that. I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not worried about his knee. The, the injury was back in high school, so several years had passed. And I, I just don't see why there would be a worry. So, All right. Um, the next one I am interested in is actually an undrafted free agent, and that is offensive lineman Brett Hedgie, who, is, uh, who played his college ball at Florida. Interior offensive lineman, played some guard, also played some center. Now... Those of you who listen to me every day, you know a couple weeks ago I had David Turner, former NFL scout, on the program. Uh, David Turner has done work for the Giants, the 49ers, the Raiders, a whole bunch of other teams. And he, he was just a really great asset for us to have when we were doing the Senior Bowl and the draft stuff and all that good stuff. And when I had him on the show to break down the undrafted free agents, David was very, very um, excited that the Giants had, um, at the time, agreed to terms with Brett Hagee. And Brett, I, I believe, has since signed with the Giants. I think he signed his rookie contract um, on Thursday night, as a matter of fact, when all the rookies reported for their physicals and whatnot. But, um, you know, here's the thing. The Giants right now, they're back up to... Um, to, to Nick Gates and to each of the guards right now is Jonathan Harrison. He's a journeyman. He signed to a one-year deal. Um, he, he's a guy we really don't know a whole lot about, but um, has experience. So I always talk about the importance of having guys developing in the pipeline. And this is a guy, Brett Hedgie is a guy that, the Giants, you know, if he comes in and has a, a decent enough camp and, you know, makes it through the summer, this is a guy who could potentially be one of those pipeline guys. Because as I've told you, you know, before, I look at contracts and I look at the Giants' current offensive line situation. Will Hernandez, um, Jonathan Harrison, 
He's th- those two guys are in the final year of their contracts. There are in Harrison's case, actually, he only signed a one-year deal. So the point is, is he and Hernandez, both of their contracts will end after this season. So it's a good idea for the Giants to have guys in the pipeline to develop. Now, Hedgie will probably compete with Kyle Murphy, who the Giants coaches like last year, and uh, who will, you know, presumably make it to training camp this year. So um, that's going to be an interesting you know, competition, not one that's probably going to get a lot of airtime or a lot of ink, so to speak, but certainly one to keep an eye on because the Giants, as we know, didn't do anything as far as the offensive line. They decided to go the undrafted free agent route. And um, it's just going to be interesting to see how that all comes together. The Giants need depth because injuries are going to happen. Things are going to happen. And the last thing they want to do is get caught without depth. They already had that happen to them last decade when they waited a couple of years between the um, quote unquote expiration of the offensive lineman from 2007 to 2010 and then waiting until 2013 to start devoting premium assets to fixing the offensive line. So Giants trying to be proactive, I think, and trying to develop these guys. And, you know, speaking of the offensive line, you're going to have a a new offensive line coach, Rob Sale. Um, Pat Flaherty is going to help out with that unit. So a lot of um, resources being poured towards that offensive line. And that's important because, you know, the offensive line last year, I don't have to tell anybody, that was a unit that struggled. And it's a unit that really needs to step up and be at its best this year if the Giants are ever going to um, be able to tell for sure what they have in Daniel Jones. You can't tell what you have in a quarterback if the guy's on his back all the time. So, all right, Giant fans, you are listening to Locked on Giants with Patricia Trainer. This is the Rookie Minicamp Preview Show. We have a couple more things on my list of uh, things I'll be looking for. We'll talk about them right after this. Hey, Giant fans, if you haven't tried the all-new Built Bar, you're really missing out. They offer an amazing assortment of flavors, both of the nut and nut-free varieties, which is sure to appease any taste. Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and they really taste like you're eating a candy bar. Except you're not. You're indulging in a low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber treat that's great for the keto diet or any diet plan you happen to be on. So head on over to BuiltBar.com and enter the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Welcome back, Giant fans, to Locked On Giants. Patricia Trainer here with you, and it is segment three of our rookie minicamp preview show. And um, just a quick note, I know I spoke about possibly having a show over the weekend. I'm going to see what comes out of the rookie minicamp. Um, at, at worst case scenario, I'll just have audio clips and something like that, but I probably should be able to get a show together. I don't know if I'll be able to get it out Saturday or Sunday, but my plan is to get something together, even if it's just, you know, audio clips and just talking about, you know, little things and whatnot that, that happened at the mini camp. If there's anything to talk about, that is, we'll have to see, but, um, so we'll, we'll play it by ear. I'll probably look to get a show out for you. My guess is, is on Sunday. So, uh, 
stay tuned for that. All right, let's get back to the preview of the Giants rookie minicamp. I have a couple more things I want to talk about that that I'm interested to see if there are any clues. And this next one, I'm not really sure we're going to be able to tell because, again, the Giants aren't going to have, I don't think, enough players to do an 11-on-11. But one of the things I am curious to see is Aaron Robinson, the quarterback, and where his fit is going to be. Now, I had a couple people um, after the Giants drafted Aaron Robinson saying, what are the Giants doing? They have a slot cornerback in Darnay Holmes. Truthfully, folks, I'm not surprised that the Giants added another cornerback. And, you know, I'll, I'll mention this. I didn't know this, but Nick Filato over on Giants Country actually wrote an article and mentioned this. And I didn't realize this, but apparently the Philadelphia Eagles in the third round were, were reportedly interested in drafting Aaron Robinson. And that's what prompted the Giants to trade up because they were afraid they were going to miss out on Aaron Robinson. And the Eagles, of course, traded down, um, you know, maybe thinking they were going to get Aaron Robinson, maybe thinking that the Giants were gonna, weren't going to add another cornerback. And the Giants supposedly saw this and took advantage and traded up, and boom, they got their guy, who, again, reportedly was on the Eagles' wish list. So just a little piece of uh, trivia there, uh, courtesy of Nick Filato, who wrote that over on Giants Country. So anyway... Getting back to the slot cornerback uh, spot, Darnay Holmes, as we all know, played that position last year. But what a lot of people maybe forget is that in college, Darnay Holmes was more of a perimeter quarterback. He really didn't have a whole lot of experience playing in the slot. Now, he wasn't horrible in the slot for the Giants, but... You know, I think he had something like three pass breakups and no interceptions from that spot. And, and certainly the Giants are, were looking for an upgrade of, of sorts from that position. So enter Aaron Robinson. Now, just actually backing up a little bit here. When the Giants signed a Dory Jackson, Jackson's a guy who could play in the slot. He could also play, play in the perimeter. I don't think the Giants wanted necessarily to have to move a Dory Jackson down to the slot. I think they signed him with an idea of having him play on the perimeter outside of uh, or opposite of James Bradbury. So, you know, the other thing is, is Xavier McKinney can do a little bit of work in the slot too, but I don't think the Giants, again, wanted to have him as their full-time slot cornerback because they want to, you know, be able to mix and match those safeties, have that big nickel package that, you know, was so popular when the Giants won their last Super Bowl back in 2011. So that pretty much left the slot cornerback position up for grabs of sorts. So when drafting Aaron Robinson, who's a little bit bigger than uh, Darnay Holmes is, Robinson mostly played the slot cornerback spot in college. I think he only played something like 70 some odd snaps on the perimeter. All of his snaps were primarily in the slot. So I think that's what the Giants are looking to do. Now there will be a competition. They're not just going to hand the job to Aaron Robinson and say, okay, here, you're our new slot cornerback. But I do think that a change is coming at that position. If Aaron Robinson has a good training camp, which, you know, if he stays healthy, why not? Um, you're going to see him take over that slot cornerback role. And Darnay Holmes is probably going to move more to the dime packages that the Giants run. So, 
that's a you know something that hasn't really been talked about a whole lot, but something to keep an eye on. Uh, if I'm being honest with you, he it, it's just a natural fit, and you know a matter of the coaches commit being committed to what a guy does well and what they don't do well and just adjusting accordingly. So that's something to look for. All right. One more thing really um, to worth talking about is there's usually some surprises that come out of the rookie mini camp. And by that, I mean, is, you know, the bottom of the roster tends to churn, you know, maybe a guy has a solid, mini camp performance or does really well in the classroom and then he gets signed to a contract another guy gets signed so as i record this i don't have the exact training camp roster in front of me that said um the giants did wave breland speaks defensive end on thursday presumably to make some room for for other guys that are incoming i would expect there would be other positions in which you might see some turnover. You might see a guy get waived or, or um, you know, may, maybe one of these try, tryout guys that they're having coming in will get signed. It's, it's hard to tell right now. It's hard to predict it um, without seeing it. But usually that's how the Giants work. So it'll be interesting to see if they bring on anybody else. Now, I mentioned um, earlier in the pod that Kelvin Benjamin was getting a tryout. I don't know if the plan is to sign him. Um, if the Giants are going to give him a, a, a chance. I mean, right now you look at the Giants receiving core, they're pretty stacked. They're pretty stacked, you know, with Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Tony, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, John Ross. So I'm not sure if they would have room for Calvin Benjamin, who, by the way, hasn't played, I don't think, since 2018. You know, his career's kind of been derailed by injuries. But, you know, look, It's a good problem to have. And if Kelvin Benjamin has a good camp, then why not add him to the competition? I mean, certainly, you know, after seeing how the Giants receivers were last year, and the Giants really, I don't think, could run a whole lot of 11 personnel last year. And a big reason for that was because they just didn't have the personnel to do it. So now they do have the personnel to do it. And actually, that can maybe take some of the onus off of the tight ends. I mean, I think we'll still see a fair share of 12 personnel, but maybe not as much as we did last year because, again, 11 personnel, you've got to have three good receivers, and the Giants struggled with that last year. And I think this year, after, you know, beefing up the receiving core, they're not going to have that problem. At least I I hope they're not going to have it. So those are my points, some of what I'll be looking at for the mini camp assuming that you know we can see it I, again i don't know the the exact setup but um we will you know we will certainly see that before i go just real quick i want to mention the giants did sign three of their nfl draft picks they signed uh the two six round picks gary brightwell running back and rodarius williams cornerback and they also inked second round pick Aziz Ojulari, all three of those guys signed to four-year contracts. I've got the details for you over on Giants Country if you want to check that out. Also, the Giants have assigned uniform numbers to the draft picks and, and some of the new players. 
you know, disclaimer, don't go rushing out and buying jerseys just yet because those numbers are subject subject to change. But you can read a little bit about the history. I like to, to not just report the numbers, but also give you a little bit of history because in looking at it, there's some cool, you know, backstory to some of these numbers, you know, whether a number is worn by a, a former great and, and that the player admired or whatever the case may be. So that's over on Giants Country if you want to check it out. So Anyway, folks, that'll do it for this edition of Locked on Giants. Again, we will probably have another show for you coming out Sunday afternoon with some uh, mini camp wrap-up thoughts. I'll try and get some audio for you um, and just to have that show ready for you so that you can get caught up on everything. So until then, folks, thanks so much for listening this week. Really appreciate you, and we'll talk to you again in a couple of days. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.